On this episode of Inside Boxing Live, we are joined by Shakur Stevenson. He is in the news because everyone wants to see him fight Tank. Everyone wants to see him fight the winner of Haney and Lomachenko. So a really fun conversation uh, with Shakur Stevenson, and we'll hit on uh, some other topics uh, in the boxing world. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Inside Boxing Live. This is a product of John Boy Media. I'm Dan Canobio, and my co-host every single week is the one and only Chris Algieri, the former WBO 140-pound champion and super chef to the stars. Chris, how are you, my friend? Excellent, excellent. Doing, uh, doing good. A little bit of a. We always talk about weather when we open, right? Got a little tornado warning in in Boca today, but uh, other than that. Going, going I don't want to hear it because here in New York, it's been raining for since I got back from Vegas. I haven't had one nice day. Um, I feel like I just woke up out of it. I took this weekend to do nothing, even though I was still grinding, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, yes, uh, this weekend, I literally just laid and it, I think it all came, it all like hit me like the whole last 10 days in Vegas and the week after, like putting out content. And, like, I needed that. I feel recharged. We were, dude, we were grinding, man. We had the axe to the grindstone for. You know, the, the the I was there for what seventy two hours, not not even. You were there for a little longer than me, but we hit crazy. the ground running. Right. I literally, yeah, I got from I went from the airport right to the media center, and we just did not, <laughs> we did not shut off until I was literally stepping on the plane, yeah, taking the red nice. eye home. Content never ends, uh, no. never ends. Boxing never, ends. boxing never sleeps. Never content sleeps. never that ends, was, and boxing never sleeps. That was one of my sales pitches to John Boy, uh, Jimmy O'Brien, the the president of John Boy Media. I was like, bro, there's no off season. Like there's content nonstop. That's like nonstop. literally around the clock. Not and we, you know, are just now getting over the Ryan and Tank uh, stuff. Uh, the epilogue came out over on Showtime. I I recommend everyone check that out um, on Showtime YouTube and and regular Showtime. Um, you know, Ryan said after fight, my rib. Uh, Goosen asked him. He said, uh, "Did he get you in the, in that rib?" And Ryan said, "Yeah, he got me in the rib, and I want to continue because of the rib." Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that? I know I've I've seen clips and I've, I've been talking to people about it. I'm like, I don't know if that was such a great move from from team team Garcia that I think they should have just kept it on the wraps, not right. let that come out and just it is what it is. Let the mutterings be the mutterings. Because, um, you know, because then now it's an admission that he stayed down because of the rip. Like he, he quickly he chose... did say, I don't want to say no excuses. No, excuse. he said it in that clip. No excuses. That's not why I lost. No, excuses, no, I don't but... think he's been making excuses. I just think that, you know, having that. The, making the choice to be like, oh, I don't want to get up because of the ribs. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, I don't think it really needs to be said. Like, yeah, yeah you got hit and you couldn't get up. Don't don't say you didn't want to get up because one other thing on this fight too is, yeah, I feel, I feel you there. I feel you. Uh, one le- other thing on, on this fight is uh, Oscar says that Ryan Garcia is the money man. And he's a, he is the pay-per-view star in boxing because take a look at tanks. Last couple of pay-per-views did 250, 200. This one does a million kind of flawed logic there because we don't know what Ryan would do on his own because he's never done a pay-per-view. I think it was just a perfect storm why this pay-per-view was so successful. Yeah, I mean, listen, Dale Hoyes being a being a promoter, he's he's spinning he's spinning the numbers and he's spinning the, the opportunities and he's trying to promote his guy and 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 maybe put something that isn't necessarily true um or something that's even, pr- even proven. You're saying that a promoter is like stretching the truth. Whoa man <laughs> newsflash <laughs> newsflash boxing world. It is interesting. Ryan Garcia is part of one of the biggest pay-per-views, whatever, uh, of the last five years. There's no doubt about that. He's as if you don't like him, there's a lot of people that don't like him. There's a lot of people that are clowning him, but you can't deny that this guy brings numbers. And any way you slice it, it takes two to tango in there. That's something we're going to talk about with Shakur. It's like 
he's part of a pay-per-view that did a million buys. So therefore he is one of a, a, a very few pay-per-view fighters out there. Well, there was a ton of storylines with this fight in particular. And I think that really helped push the numbers as well. And then you got two undefeated guys that pushes it. Um, even though there was no title on the line, it was still an important fight. It was a, a, obviously a massive fight. And the interest was there. I mean, I think both men have a lot of interest swirling around them, especially because a lot of their out of the ring stuff. Um, but also in the ring, they 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 perform and you know take it or take it or leave it. And obviously, they're they're different levels as it showed on Fight Night. But both guys put butts in seats, and it made for a massive night. I hear that Ryan is signed with Golden Boy through 2024. Uh, he put out a statement saying, "Listen, I haven't talked to anyone about anything about my future." Oscar was obviously in Texas for the Zapato um, fight, so he's saying, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know, we, we're gonna meet up with them, and we're gonna he's we're gonna build them back up." And I, and, T, and Ryan's like, "Oh, I haven't really said anything to anyone," um, but that's that. Um, but I finally put a button on 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 that fight. But uh, we do talk about it with Shakur. Uh, later in this episode, William Zepeda, another lightweight, uh, fought on Saturday night. Absolutely steamrolled Jamie Arlbola, um, who went 11 rounds with Colbert. Uh, Zepeda gets him out of there in two. We knew this was going to be the case. Kind of a late opponent. Um, Zepeda's interesting to me. He throws a lot of punches, set the record in his last fight against Jojo Diaz for most punches thrown ever by a lightweight. All sorts of records. Um but he's kind of like in no man's land, Chris. Like there's, there isn't, he's not going to get any of the top three or four guys. Uh, I think he's ranked eighth by one of those stupid sanctioning bodies or whatever. He's not going to jump the, the the line here. So I don't really know what's next for a guy like Cepeda besides fighting, you know, these opponents that he's going to beat. I mean, this fight, this was not a good matchup. It was not, again, another fight where a guy's not on the level. Um, I don't like the idea of these guys turning fights down. And I think that's really going to hinder their career. Listen, being undefeated is important. Um, Shakur Stevenson is a, is a nightmare style to fight, which I understand why a lot of guys would want to fight him. But you got to fight, and especially with a guy like Shakur, that's one of those fights in the in in the rear view is going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, it's it, you lost to Shakur Stevenson, <laughs> you know. So it's like, you know, I, I, or hey, maybe you have a good night, and that actually helps your career even with a loss. Or hey, hell, that. maybe you upset him. I mean, I'm not saying any of these guys could, but like, hey, you never know. Things happen right? in the boxing ring. There's a reason we fight. So I, I I don't like this generation of these guys not taking fights. I never turned down a fight. I fought everybody, no matter what, if it was good timing or not. Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of pull or choice, but you know, well, that's I don't why think you I, get so much. I, respect, that wouldn't change it. Well, yeah, I fight anybody. So that's why this well, is boxing. Was, let me just say, I was walking around. We were walking around Vegas. Chris was taking a lot of pictures with fans, and a lot of fans were, "Man, you fought everybody." That's got to feel good. Yeah, I get it from fighters too. It's not just fans. I get it from fighters, from coaches. Um, had a really nice talk with, with Derek James as we were waiting for the weigh-ins. You know, so it's yeah, the, the respect is there, and because it's a different generation of fighters now. Guys, guys are are are, are more picky and choosy. And yeah. the way I thought about it, whether I was a champion or not, I always thought of myself as a champion. I want to be a world champion. If I'm the champion, I need to be able to beat everybody in my weight class. Hmm. And that's what I like about Shakur. Shakur wants to fight everybody. He wants yeah. to fight them all. It doesn't matter when it happens. He's like, I think I'm going to fight them all. Because he's got that mindset. That's a true champion. I, I, I want to be able to beat everybody in the world. Yeah, you, you'll hear it from Shakur in, in just a second. But yeah, Zepeda, it's almost gotten to the point with fighting Shakur. It's like, uh, how good can you look against him <laughs> in, in, a, in a loss? I mean, damn, Isaac Cruz has built his damn his whole career off of I went 12 with Tank. Uh, so, and he hasn't really fought since then. He's another guy that turned down Shakur. Uh, Zepeda also turned him down. And Cambosos also uh, turned him down. Well, think I mean, think about Floyd Mayweather when he fought Castillo. I mean, Castillo arguably beats him in the first fight, gets another fight from him, gets another payday, and and fights well, but obviously loses. But like that was one of the major points of Castillo's career is that 
man, he arguably beat Floyd Mayweather. So you, and that's that's almost like a style style matchup where you could see the 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 uh, the similarities. You've got Floyd and you've got Shakur, and then you've got Zapata and you've got uh, a Castillo type, you know, or 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 maybe uh, Isaac Cruz. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, you you got to take those chances. That's that's what boxing is all about. Yeah, so we'll see what's next for Cepeda's. Damn exciting. Um, very yeah. fun watch is another name at 135. That's always fun. The 135 is loaded. Uh, of course, now seems in, to be getting more and more loaded too. Like crazy, man. We turn around and he, the, even the 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 B level guys are are world class. Yeah. So uh, that's that at 135. That was that this past weekend. Kind of a slow weekend. It was supposed to be Furiousik. It was supposed to be uh, Stanionis Ortiz, but um, I could have used a little uh, breather. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. Um, Canelo fight. I, week. I watched a little bare knuckle, so I'm not. I'm not. Dude, bare knuckle. I, like what <laughs> is going on? Yikes! Yikes. Bare knuckles. Rough. Dude, what is going on with them? Like, I remember we did stats for them in the beginning, and I thought, oh, this is cool. Like, this could catch on. They have a lot of celebrity athlete. Um, investors and then it kind of faded a little bit now it's back up i mean conor mcgregor in the ring yeah after after the uh platinum mike perry and luke rockhold fight where that fight was just heating up and then and then luke got got injured which is happens teeth. in that yeah knocked his teeth out um bad, bad cut on the lip but man that chad mendez fight Crazy. Woo, wow i mean I, come Crazy. on that was that was awesome awesome back and forth action and um you know another jersey guy um, his opponent. I'm sorry, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, another Jersey guy. You know, re re revamping his career, coming out with a win over hey, a listen. stud. Chad Mendes is a stud. Listen, I, I I'm not a huge fan of the bare knuckle stuff, but that these guys can keep getting paydays, and I think uh, you know they're paying pretty well. And a guy like Platinum Mike Perry, who was pretty much a UFC cast off, is now the face of bare knuckle in a yeah. in a face off with McGregor. I mean, that's but great deservedly so. The guy yeah. puts on awesome fights. Yeah, I think he's undefeated. He's undefeated in in uh, in bare knuckle. He just he gets in there, does his job. Uh, but again, back to Eddie Alvarez. I mean, a guy I've, I've enjoyed watching over the years. Who's gone from he's fought in every promotion and went over to one over in Indonesia. Had a lot of trouble over there. Those guys are just they're they're the newer generation, and then he came back over here, and now he gets this this fight gets a big win against Chad Mendez. That's, that's cool, man. Gets uh, he's got more paychecks coming. Yeah, it's awesome. I was following along on on social media. I couldn't believe some of the things I was seeing. Uh, the fights, the teeth, McGregor. <laughs> that's yeah. it's why you watch combat sports because you literally never know what's going to happen. So that's I, that's I think awesome. McGregor just literally just takes planes from fight to fight, just drinking whiskey the entire time. And he had a whiskey bottle and he was swigging it in the crowd. Well, he always looks like he's got a whiskey bottle on him. So <laughs> he was Certainly wasted. Acts like it. And then, like he was in the he was in the Ryan Garcia's uh, yeah. press room, and I heard that he had to apologize to Espinosa. Remember when he called him a weasel? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Espinosa controls the tickets for Ryan Tank. And apparently, I just read some story. Your buddy Paulie Malinaji confirmed this that <laughs> that uh, McGregor had to go up to Espinosa and apologize. And Paulie's like, I ain't apologizing to no one. I don't. I don't. Would never apologize. That's, that's a power move from Espinosa. Oh, you want a ticket? Mm. Who's you the weasel? It? Here it is. <laughs> Who's the weasel? Yeah. My Who's weasel, weasel now. Uh, mm. Yeah. I've talked to Espinosa about that. He loved it. He loved being on stage like that. He thought it was hilarious. But whatever. Uh, Canelo fight week is here. We will have a lot more on that on Thursday's episode. Um, Canelo's fighting John Ryder. I know a lot of people aren't too jazzed up for this fight because they're kind of sleeping on Ryder. I think it'll be somewhat of a of a competitive fight for the first half. I don't know. It's all about Canelo, man. We, a lot yeah. of people are doubting him. 
and a lot of people are saying he's finished. <laughs> like I, he's using that as like he's got to be using that as some ammo because this is the guy that we've been saying singing his praises for the last eight years. Yeah, I, I, listen, this fight, I, I've done a little more analyzing of this fight. Initially, I thought it was a, it's a very tough matchup. It is because John Ryder is very, very good. But a lot of the things, I was watching the Saunders fight. A lot of the moves and movements that Canelo utilizes against Southpaws are very crisp, very sharp, very powerful. And if he's able to to keep that distance and, and that kind of fight and, and pace with John Ryder, I think we're going to have a very explosive Canelo performance. But... John Ryder's a very live guy and he's going to be in there. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I could see Canelo dominating, but I could also see Ryder making this a, a, a knockdown drag out fight. That's, that's almost like pesky in terms of, yeah. you know, what he's able to do in there. Uh, we'll have a lot more coverage of that. We'll have a whole preview on YouTube and our, our show on Thursday or Friday or Wednesday or Thursday will be uh, pretty much Canelo uh, uh, centric. Um, before we get to Shakur Stevenson, we're in the middle of the best sports run right now between NBA basketball and playoffs. MLB is in full swing. Uh, you got NHL playoffs. It's the best time to open up your DraftKings Sportsbook app and lay down some bets, my friends. $5. It's all you got to put down. It gets you uh, $150 in free bonus bets. That's only uh, for new customers. And DraftKings now has the DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Beef up those parlays. Make more money. Let's open up the app right now and take a look at some of these odds. Uh, I'm looking at baseball, Chris. That's how I want to make uh, my my fortune. Um, the mm. Yankees are not playing so great as of late, uh, but there's other ways to make money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, you can take a look at a quick uh, same-game parlay. Like the Seattle Mariners are taking on the Blue Jays, and right now you can get Blue Jays' money line total runs, and over-under of uh, 14 and a half. So there's always something for everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, join the Big League Action now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it. Sign up with code IBL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets, bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code IBL. Here is Shakur Stevenson. Stick around because we place our own bet at the end of this interview joining us on the show today we have a pound for pound great a former two division world champion the pride of newark new jersey not a knicks fan he is a clippers fan shakur stevenson welcome to the show my friend how are you what's good what's good man uh ready to talk some boxing what's what's new with you these days man i know you're in the gym always um what's life been like for you since you your, your win at 135 uh you keeping busy uh, for sure, I've been staying in the gym. Um, I've been working. Honestly, like I'm addicted to the boxing gym, so it's like I'm just in there every day, just making sure that I'm in the gym around boxing. And some days I might not even work. I might just train my little brothers or my little cousin and get them pad working, all that kind of stuff. So, but I'm just making sure I'm around the gym. Um, where what gym are you at these days? Like, uh, I know you obviously you're, you're a Newark guy, but where do you call home these days? Uh, Houston is home right now because uh, I live. It's my second home, so not my first home, always. Yeah, for sure. How about that 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 turnout for you? It was a pretty nice turnout in your in your last fight. Um, got the win. What it first of all? What it feel like to 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 bring boxing back to Newark? Is that going to be like a stop for you? Uh, obviously, the bigger fights will, will probably end up in you know Vegas or or wherever. Uh, but always yeah. having those fights in Newark. What does that mean for you? It means everything to me. I mean, I think it was a great turnout. Um, 
I sell out in my city. I, I do great numbers in my city. My city come out to support, and we did even more numbers than we did the um, fight with Concesse style. So um, I'm doing this, like, without fighters that don't got, like, big names. So imagine, like, yeah. you put a big name fighter or a fighter with a solid name <laughs> in there. Uh, I think, you know, we'll do a lot bigger numbers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not many people know about the guy Yoshino. I actually called some of his fights before. He's a good fighter, and you completely dismantled him. But yeah. for you to draw numbers on a fight, a fighter like that, who's essentially a domestic Japanese fighter, uh, that's that's a good sign for for the future and what you can do ahead. Speaking of what you want to do ahead, what what what's up next? Who you uh, who's who's in the sights of Shakur Stevenson? What what's being talked about? Um, right now it's just you know sitting back, waiting, watching, uh, observing seeing all the other fighters fight each other. I'm just taking my notes right now. Like, I'm taking my notes in. Oh, I know um, you are. <laughs> as of right now, I don't got no specific pick. I just know I want the, the top dog. So, mm-hmm. the two top dogs at the weight in. I mean, you know, y'all know who they is. Oh, y'all- yeah, bro. Dude, so after our fight, I don't know if you saw this, we put up, we're talking about, I was like, dude, the fight for me, obviously Haney, Tank, great. The fight that we got to build towards is Tank and Shakur. The best power puncher in boxing, uh, which is Tank, who lands 47.6, and the fighter who gets hit with the least amount of power shots. You know I'm the numbers guy, Shakur. That's the fight. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a great thing for you to have these names out there where Tank's being asked about you. You're being asked about Tank. That's really good for your career. It's really good for the sport. Tank's obviously the, the guy you want, or maybe I should ask. Like, It's another conversation that's being in, in the boxing world right now. Obviously, what's more important for you? Going after like a Haney Lomachenko winner, which would signify all the belts, or going after the big dog in tank and potentially handing him his first loss? I think um both fights is like more important. So it's like I've been I've been getting asked that question and I it's like it's hard to give like the fans or y'all like a real answer because it's like the belts is lovely. Like you think about just fighting for all the belts. With one opponent, like you ain't gotta go get him from like two or three different dudes, and you could be undisputed champ. But then you know that superstar them, where it's like, um, you know, Tank got that superstar um, appeal to him. But I think like a fight with me and him is just gonna be like two superstars, and I'll be able to like display my superstar to me how great I am as a superstar too. So. It's hard. Like, it's a very hard question. I can't really give you an answer, but I would love to fight both of them dudes. Um, I think that when it comes time, them going to be some big fights. Honestly, that was that was a perfect answer because both are important. You know that. There's there's the legacy of becoming undisputed, and then there's the being a top dog, beating the best guy out there. But I think that fight, when you we always talk about fighters, they need their they need their 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 opposition. They need that fighter to make them go to that next level from a commercial standpoint. And it seems like Tank could be that guy for you. So maybe building towards that one, I was saying on our show last week, I was like, I don't want them to fight right now. I want it to build a little more. Oh I want God, it to Chris, marinate. You, you said seasoning, and I, everyone was like, what do you mean? I was like, what do you mean? He has one fight at 135. <laughs> exactly. And I, everybody wants to go right to it. But I, I think if we're building like a mega fight, which like you said, Shakur, this fight really is. It's two superstars. I think a little bit of seasoning, a little marination might not be a bad thing. Yeah, I think uh... – Honestly, I'm ready like right now though. So it's like the seasoning part, you know, I I agree, but I, I don't think I need it. Like I don't think I need 
any seasoning to make the fight. I think that um, as far as, like, the promotion part, like, you know, if you want to, like, build it up and make it a bigger fight, I think that uh, that may be, like, that'll make more sense, but yeah, Shakur, don't get me wrong. When I when I go seasoning, what I really mean is green. <laughs> that's that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. seasoning I that I'm really talking Dude, about. Chris, it's a big difference. You, this is seasoning, but this way, you flip it around, that's cash. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make the most money you possibly can. That's what Tank has shown. It's interesting because, like, Tank's fans will tell me all the time in, in, in my notification on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and all that. It's like, Tank doesn't care about belts. I'm like, he doesn't care about belts. He doesn't care about belts. Look at this fight with Ryan. There was no belts on the line. It was still huge. I'm like, okay, I get that. And that's fine. Get rid of the belts. Get rid of the sanctioning fees and, and all that. But the biggest fights for Tank are going to come like against other champions that happen to have belts. Like For me, I think Tank should go after belts. Like, Where do you stand on that whole thing? You've been a guy that's collected belts, and Tank has been a guy that's not collected belts, but he's right now the, the, the top dog. Like, How important are those belts for you? Honestly, I'm glad that I did everything that I done done already. But like now, it's like I I get like where like Tank side is coming from. Like I could see, I could see where he like he's the biggest superstar in boxing. He's making the most money. Like why would you even like? What I why would you pay for four belts? Like why would you go pay for four belts when you could have all that money to yourself? So. That's how I see it. But, I mean, uh, you know, the belts do matter. I think that you you should get at least be like, you know, get like two belts and, you know, they, they matter. Right? Do both. Right, Chris? Like, do both. Like, that's what I said about Tank. It's like, obviously, he's he's the guy. He's very clearly one of the four faces of boxing. But why not, like, erase all doubters and be like, listen, I got all the belts and I'm the money guy. Like, like pretty much like Floyd. Yeah, I, I mean, please. I'm – I'm old school. I got my belts back there. I love my belt. Yeah, you know, I love my belts. It's very important to me. But also, you know, I, I made I made some money too. So you gotta be gotta be both. You don't want to be the guy with the belt when, who didn't make the money and that was bitter later on. And but also you don't want to be the other side. I mean, you're not really gonna have that 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 issue. But no, I I think your head's in the right space for how you're thinking about belts. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it, man. Boxing, there is no one route. Yeah, only thing I just don't like paying for belts that we earn. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't like paying money out of my pocket for something that I earned. Like, I'm earning it. I'm getting in the ring and doing all the hard work. So, I think if they change that, I would, like, be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, but then but, they wouldn't exist. They they wouldn't be at these... So, you ever see these WBC conventions? You ever go, guys ever go to one? It's the most extravagant yeah. thing I've ever seen in the world. Nah, they I ain't never us, honestly. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, where the hell do they get this money? Oh, that's right. They've been charging yeah. 3% uh, on fighters for freaking 50, 60 years. No wonder they can hold these massive events in Cancun and, and all that. It, look at me. Like, it's crazy, man. I, that's the one part of this fight with Tanker Ryan that I, I, there's a lot of elements of the fight that I like. It, you know, I feel like boxing's booming right now, million pay per views and all that. But also, like, there was no titles on the line. Like, it just shows, like, the biggest fights can be made without belts. Yeah. Only thing that I just didn't. Agree with. I thought that it was one elite level fighter fighting, and the other one just wasn't like you know, he just wasn't on that level. Like, it was like a you know, he was he was a lick, it's like a, a lick. Like, you feel me? It's like somebody that he got all the followers and all the like the marketing to make for a big fight, but as far as like skill, it's like shit. once you get in there, it's just you and him. The followers can't fight for him, it, it ain't no Instagram followers can fight for him, so. 
when I seen that, I just, you know, I like, I, I, I like the fight though. It was a good fight. Yeah. So that, that was going to be my question. So I agree with you and, and it showed you tank was on a different level throughout. Um, you know, Ryan had his successes early on, but, but a lot of people do with tank because he's, he's analyzing, but did you enjoy watching the fight? Even though it was, it was two guys on different levels. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Cause it was like, um, like I was watching the fight when I was watching, I just knew everything that was going to happen. Like when I seen Ryan come out reckless and he's like leaving himself open, he's being reckless. I literally said like, "I right, he about to run into something. He about to run into something. <laughs> Two seconds later, he ran into 11. Yeah. I mean, so it was got- like I, I got to like watch it. I enjoyed it just because just I knew I was around people and I got to just show them like my boxing knowledge too. Like just to show them like, okay, watch this. He about to, okay, here he come. He, I bet the under too. I won, I won money on it. Well, the nice. under was seven and a half, right? Yeah, seven and a half. Dude, I wanted to bet I wanted to bet tank seven through twelve. That was like plus yeah. two twenty. Like yeah, that was easy money. Done it. But I took yeah. I took Ryan because he I thought he was a live dog. Like not that I thought he was gonna win. I thought <laughs> shaking his head at me. A live dog. Um bad pick. Jacor, me, me and him almost never agree. We're we're pretty much always <laughs> oh, bullshit, bro. I've been on a heater. I always bet on Shakur. That's easy money. Come on. So do yeah, you know your do you know your stats? Like I'm the stats guy. Like, are you aware of some of these numbers that you've been putting together in, in your career? You've no, out- I've been seeing them. <laughs> I've, been, I've been paying attention. Yo, dude, you've outland you've only been outlanded three times in 133 pro rounds. For real? Who 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 was the people that outlanded me? I knew you were gonna ask. I didn't have a follow-up. Um I gotta, I gotta research. We 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 talk about you on the show all the time because because Dan is the numbers man and and you got you got the best numbers out there. So here's yeah. another one of my favorites. You have a plus twenty point three plus minus rating. That's what you land opposed to what you get hit with. That's number one in boxing. There hasn't been a uh, plus minus rating over twenty since Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Yeah, tough. <laughs> and then you're also, like I said before, number one in uh, opponent connect percentage, uh, sixteen point nine. The next closest is twenty two point two. That's B ball, and you're like trailing just behind B ball in terms of not getting hit. Those are some pretty ridiculous numbers, my friend. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. So let me ask you what happened. Um, and and we want to see you in there with with some big time opponents. Not saying you haven't. I mean, Valdez, your resume is sneaky good. I'm always defending mm-hmm. that too. Um. On, on social media, but tell us about what happened in some of these fights in the lead up to the um uh your last fight, the guys that turned you down, like a William Cepeda who we saw fought uh fought this weekend, or Isaac Cruz who has been MIA for a, a while now, and Cambosa. <laughs> Do you, all these guys turn you down? Yeah, all of them do is turn me down. Um, I I just seen William Cepeda fight. He looked like a good fighter. It's crazy. Like you will see these fighters, they look like good fighters, and it's like. They don't want to like test their skills against somebody else that's like on the high level too. So it's like I don't, I don't, I don't respect that. Like I don't respect when fighters blatantly duck somebody and not fight them. Man, especially that was that was the perfect opportunity. That was my first fight at one thirty five. Why not test the water with me? Why watch me? Let me develop and then get in the ring with me. I think all these dudes that's waiting to fight me is making it worse on themselves. Like, they making it so much worse because I'm just getting better. Like, I'm getting better. I'm getting smarter. I'm getting older, wiser, more mature. I'm thinking a lot more um, outside the ring and inside the ring. So it's like, they better hurry up. <laughs> right they better Chris? hurry up. 
Shakur, I, I, I always think about, I don't, I don't know if you, how you feel about the comparison, but I always think about you as being that next Floyd Mayweather type fighter who's able to transcend and, and, and move up different weight classes. Uh, you just moved up to 35. How far do you see yourself going in terms of weight classes? I see me touching like 147. Yeah, that's what I've been um, saying on the show for a while. I think that my skills, like even if I'm not that size, mm-hmm. I think my skills going to be able to carry me. Um, I watched like Sweet Pea and Floyd mm-hmm. move up and fight bigger guys. And they, even though they were smaller, their skills got to um, carry them through the weight classes where they could beat them dudes and, and make it look easy. So I think that um, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Just to go back a second, like when you say these guys are, are ducking, like there's a lot of different ways to duck. Like how did some of these, like a Pitbull Cruz or a Cepeda Kimbosis, I know there's ways where you could outprice yourselves or just straight up say no. Like how did some of these guys decline fights with you? Oh, you know, my my peoples talk to their peoples and, you know, they peoples come up with 50 excuses. And, you know, they are publicly even, they had like what I've seen with all three of them guys, they had like somebody publicly go on the air and say, okay, Oscar Delaware said, yeah, well, we don't want to fight Shakur right now. Um, Isaac Cruz's dad said, yeah, Shakur just runs around the ring. We don't want to chase him oh, around. Uh, Cambosis, Cambosis uh, basically was saying that he done been through a lot. So I, I kind of get that a little bit, though. Yeah, I got, I, I got Cambosis out of everybody, like. He got twenty four rounds with Haney, so let, let's give him a let's give him a breather. Like that would be a good fight though, because he's like kind of with top twelve rank. with Tio, twelve with Tio. Yeah, right. Twelve with Tio. Yeah, that's that's a that's a murderer's row of fighters that he's. Would you like to fight him though? I feel like that could be a good fight for you. Fight who? Cambosos. Yeah, I would love to fight him, <clears> but like, I I think that'd get bad for Cambosos. Oh, I, I think favor I'm, you to win, but I would like, agree. I would agree. Not, no, 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 no. Don't favor me to win. I will tell you to bet all your money on the stoppage. Yeah, I, I, we 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 said that. I've been, I I say that. I mean, he's. I've called a bunch of his fights. Obviously, I've been, we we all have seen who he's how he's been doing with these guys. You, especially at thirty five. I was telling. I think you're stronger at thirty five than thirty than thirty. You're coming yeah, into I'm your into strength. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because. I've been around you a bunch of times. Like, I'm like this. You're a, you're a big guy for for even 35. I think you'll be fine at 40 in term with in terms of your your size, your wingspan, and whatnot. But also, like you said, your style. But yeah, with Cambosis, that's a that's a, that's a tough night for him. It's just it's a it's a name. I mean, it's a it's got to fight somebody. I mean, if everyone's turning him down, like I mean, it must be frustrating from from your end. It's like I know you want to get back in there. Like when he, do you think you get back in there? I think I'll be back in like uh, July, August, probably September. But I think anybody I fight, they all going to say that. Like, if I don't fight the top two dudes that be, you know, that they they, they got a lot going on themselves. Who's that? Tank and, or Tank and... Yeah, Tank and Devin. Like, if I don't fight Tank and Devin, they all going to say, oh, that dude's a bum. Like, if I go fight Jermaine Ortiz, I stop him, beat him up, they're going to say he's a bum. Or I fight Frank Martin. Oh, he wasn't ready. He was inexperienced. Shakur had the more experience and... Anybody that I fight, they're all going to, like, downplay anything I do. That's the price of being having the skills, right? That's the price. I think educated fans will understand the situation. Like, they know for a fact that you, these guys legitimately turned you down, and you want to get in thing, there with the biggest. Same thing with Valdez. Valdez was a, a, a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. But being that I beat him the way that I beat him, I didn't, like, get the credit really for it because it's like, Oh, he was supposed to do that. Like he was already going. We all knew he was going to do that. So it's like that's it. 
That's Andre Ward syndrome. That's what everybody everybody wants to talk about Ward. And, they, and throughout his whole career, everybody was downplaying what he was doing. And now we look back on it. What he did was was brilliant. So I, I yeah. you don't do the same thing, champ. It, Dude, it is what good, it is, man. How about letting some guys outland you in, in a few more of these rounds? How about nah. nah. <laughs> non fighter and me? It's got to yeah. be one non fighter on this on this podcast here. Um, let's get some uh, fan questions. Well, first of all, Haney Lomachenko in two weeks. Uh, how do you think that one plays out? I think Haney smokes him. I think he's too big. Like his size is gonna play a big part. Um, he was like complaining about like Lomachenko being dirty. But like that don't matter when you that big, cause it's like what can he do dirty to you? Like you, you big, you could be dirty to him. Like what you could put your body weight on him, and he can't. Like he gonna get tired from that. Like so, I just think Devin is too big for him. But like Limachenko is still Limachenko, so he 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 gonna have some moments. Yeah, do you think that would be like I I think Haney will obviously is the favorite. Um... It'll be interesting to see if it, it how it plays out down the stretch and uh if Haney can keep the gas gas pedal on. Like the thing with Haney, it's like, oh, we want to see him knockouts, we want to see knockouts, but like he can control fights with his jab and he can control fights with precision, kind of like yourself. Yeah, but 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 the thing with Lemachenko where he be going wrong, he ain't used to do this like back in the day when he fought, he'd get his engine started around like round three, round four. Now it's like round five, round six is when his Engine gets going, and I think that's like a big downplay, um, a downfall for him. Like, I don't know if he could be able to do that with no Devin. Yeah, you can't let Devin come out to a lead with, you know, five or six points and then try and fight fight it back because Devin can slow the pace. He's very good yep. at keeping it long. With the physical size, being able to tie him up and spin him. Nah, and I, I he agree 100%. He's going to be in shape, too. Hell yeah, he's already in shape. Would yep. you be ringside for that fight? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It depends on what's going on. Let's see. I, I I don't know. I can't really tell. You know, that's a that how how long is that? That's like what? May twentieth. Three more weeks. Three more weeks, weeks, right? Two weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks. Or it's May. No, 20th. Three weeks exactly. Yeah, three weeks exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 I don't know. Three weeks. We we see what's going on, and I I check it. My Who the Knicks, Knicks play? playing? They playing uh Boston, right? Knicks are playing the Heat. Oh, they playing Miami. As we record this, as we record this, we're in the fourth quarter. Knicks are down six. Jimmy Butler's going to win. Come on, bro. I'm a, us Knicks fans, you know what it's like growing up in Newark. Knicks fans are bye bye Knicks. Y'all did good this year. Be proud. Come on, man. It's not even over yet. It's only game one. (laughs) Jimmy Butler versus Boston in the, uh, Eastern Conference finals. Jimmy Butler scares me, man. He's so good. Like, you just got to contain him. But in this game right here, by the time this comes out, the game will be over. But Kevin Love is just going off with these outlet passes, and it's pissing me off. I'm going to try to focus on this rather than TV (laughs) behind me. All right. um, Fan question here from Lord Lou. Um, Wait, wait, no, no, no. Where is it? From Tracy. Uh, Pork roll or Taylor Ham? Shakur's from Jersey. He'll understand. I don't know who Taylor Ham is. I know who uh, Pork roll is. That's my guy. Okay. um, I don't know who Taylor Ham is. I ain't right. never. I guess he guess he doesn't know this. Uh, four corners boxing. Will you push your management and top rank to force the tank fight similar to the way Ryan Garcia did? Uh, we'll see. Um, I think fans and like they gotta calm down sometimes because they want everything to just happen like like this, and Tomorrow. if it happened that way, they're gonna be mad at you. So, um, I think all these fight's gonna happen like i'm i'm ready and prepared and uh if it happened next i'm i'll be happy happier but if it don't 
Uh, we're going to go on to the next, and then it's going to happen for sure, though. But if it did come down to it, and obviously it's like top rank and but the business with PBC and this, that, and the other, but if it came down to it, like, would you really push for, for something like that? For sure, I push for all them fights, but you got to see the paperwork. You got to see what's like presented in front of you. I can't say I'm pushing for something and then they offer me 80 20 and I'm like, yeah, that ain't happening. So, well, that's what kind of happened with Ryan, right? It's like, hey, Ryan pushed, 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 made it so clear, you know, kind of had his hand out there. And they're all right, 136 rehydration clause. Yeah, I think that was stupid too. Like, I don't know why he did that. That was kind of stupid on his team part, but I mean, you know. It is what it is. What do you um? What's your standing with, with top rank? I know it's kind of hard to figure out how many fights you have left and all that. What's your contractual obligations with top rank? Uh, I don't. I don't even want to put it on air, but uh, I appreciate top rank. Top rank is uh, being great to me, so uh, I appreciate them for putting me in position. Yeah, uh, I don't got nothing bad to say about them. Uh, one of your, uh, I wouldn't say stable mates, but promotional mates, Tiafimo Lopez, has something to say about top rank. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Tiafimo says think... that, yeah, Tiafimo says that uh, top rank promotes black fighters too much over himself. Uh, I don't know where he's coming from with that one. I know because it's like other people say they don't promote black fighters at all. So yeah. it's like that's been the argument for that's so long. That's been the word for, for years. <laughs> but now he come out and say they only promote black fighters. So I don't know. Tio just, you know, Tio being Tio, Tio a little crazy sometimes. So uh I think I think that's a fair way to put it. Tio being Tio. Yeah, but but you know, much love to Tio. Hopefully he gets his mental together. It's like his mental is seemed like a little bit off right now. So um I think he should get his mental together and focus on his fight with Josh Taylor because Josh Taylor is a, a great opponent to fight. Yeah. Very I mean, who fight. do you who you like in that one? Whew. Uh I'm rocking with Tio just because he came from my my generation. Like that's mm-hmm. he from like you feel me? Like we came up together, so I'm rocking with Tio, but um, I hope he get his mental together first because it's like he got a lot going on with all this, especially going on air talking about ESPN. He's not supposed to do that. He's supposed to get himself together. Dude, he said, like, I brought Bud Light to top rank. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, what? Like, uh, he's a guy, like, I, I kept in touch with T-Fema. I was, like, considering him somewhat of a friend. Like, after the Lomachenko fight, there was something switched. Like, I don't know what happened to the guy, but. I do. I do want him to see him on top. It's always good when there's these young stars all thriving, like not seeing it. Like, see, it's tough to watch. It's, it is tough to watch. And then he's going into such a big fight, you know, like that's so, I mean, Chris, you can speak on this. Like, how important is it for you guys to be so laser locked in and like all these distractions? It's got to be rough. I don't know. It's the absolute difference between who wins and who doesn't. Discipline is the, I always say, is the most important thing for these young fighters. And that's why I like guys like Shakur Stevenson, like Devin Haney, because They've got the mindset both in the ring and out of the ring because that matters. That the guys who make it to the tip top are always tight, tight, tight up top, and that's the way you got to be because boxing is just too hard. It takes too much of too much time, too much dedication, too much discipline to allow your your, your mental not to be right. So that's always a telltale sign of of a guy who's going to be in some trouble in his career. Yeah, but I I think I think that um when you when you when you got these big fights coming up, I think that focusing all your energy on them big fights is very important. Like, I think when you focus your energy elsewhere, um, your mind goes elsewhere, your body goes elsewhere. And uh, I think as far as, like, me, I'm, I'm very good at, like, 
keeping all my energy focused on my opponent when I'm doing fight night. And I think that plays an important part in these big fights. So I, I hope he gets up together because I definitely want to see T.O. win. Um, I think he's a tremendous talent when he's focused, but uh, he got to get focused for that. Good answers, man. Agreed. Good stuff. Really enjoyed uh, this conversation. You probably got a lot going for you. Um, how about we place a little wager? Uh, Knicks, put down uh, 20 bucks. And then when I see you in Vegas at Haney Lomachenko, I can cash out. Uh, yeah, we could do 40. Fuck it. Let's do 40, man. Okay, 40. I, yeah, I can 40, do 40. 40. I don't got that, I, I don't I got got that Shakur Stevenson bankroll. Like, I don't have that Chris Algieri bankroll. The only yeah. Copy box doesn't Not pay yet. me. We'll not. get there. I think you just like losing money, though. This is a, a easy bet. It's a very easy bet. Knicks in six, my friend. Miami in five. Oh. <laughs> Algeria. Dan, I don't bro, I don't know, man. I can't I can't back your calls anymore. Rough. All right. Mm. Shakur. Thank you, my friend. Catch up with you soon. Thanks, champ. All right, yeah.